Turn in your Bibles to Nehemiah chapter 3. I want to apologize to you. Um, we had an entire presentation with graphs, charts, slides, but we're still working through various challenges with our computer system, recovering from the burglary that occurred about a month ago. So sometimes things can load into the system, sometimes they can't load into the system. But that's another reason to reinforce the fact that we need you to continue to help us, those of you who have more insight, more understanding with technology than we do. Um, Elder Aubrey could not be here today. He's attending uh, a family member's funeral out of state, and he wanted to be here so bad uh, to stand with us and to share his heart with you. Um, and normally, he is up top uh, on Sunday mornings, and Sister Charlotte Nicholson there taking care of all of the slides and the changes with the music and everything that goes on. And I want to give Charlotte a hand right now for just hanging in there and doing this. Thank you so much. But I will tell you, she needs help. We need help. Um, we need everyone. Last week, I talked to you about the body of Strong Tower Bible Church and how we are comprised, upreach, inreach, outreach, and administration, and how we all need to be all in as a body part. And then I talked about spiritual gifts last week and how a spiritual gift is a divine enablement given to each child of God so that when this gift is used, God is glorified and your neighbor is edified. So God gives a supernatural endowment, supernatural power through the Holy Spirit, whether that gift is helps, prophecy, evangelism, mercy, giving. We all have gifts. And when those gifts are used, God gets the glory and our neighbors get edified. And so the question is, or the challenge is, to use what the Lord gave us. And I, I brought out Spider-Man last week as a picture of the body of Strong Tower Bible Church so that we can look at how he connects and how as a body he had arms and hands and feet and a head, he had eyes and ears. The things that Paul talked about in 1 Corinthians 12, Ephesians 4, Romans chapter 12 that Peter even spoke of in 1 Peter chapter 4 so that we could get a visual image of how the body of Christ connects because the toe bone is connected to the foot bone. The foot bone's connected to the ankle bone. The ankle bone's connected to the shin bone, and then the shin bone's connected to the knee bone. The knee bone's connected to the thigh bone. The thigh bone's connected to the hip bone. The hip bone's connected to the spine bone. The spine bone's connected to the shoulder bone. The shoulder bone's connected to the arm bone. The arm bone's connected to the hand bone, and the hand bone's connected to the finger. So it all connects and works together. And so when God uses that imagery for Strong Tower Bible Church, the question is, how are we connecting? Where are we connecting? Not only personally and spiritually, but also how are we connecting to use our gifts to do the work of the ministry? You know, even when I go to people's homes as a guest and they prepare a meal for me or for my family, and we sit down and we eat and we enjoy being treated so well and they've hosted us so well. But my mama raised me in such a way to say, 
just don't sit down with your shoes off and these folks take care of you. You get up and ask them, can I help you clean up? Can I help you with something? I know that you're taking care of me, but I want to also make sure that you understand that I don't take your serving for granted. Can I help you with the dishes? And I'm afraid that sometimes we come to church with a mindset to say, uh, yeah, feed me, sing to me, mm -hmm, take care of me, even when I have a benevolent need, but I'm not going to participate. Now, we don't expect our guests to really participate. But man, if you call yourself a member of this household, it's trifling when you don't participate. <laughs> and it's really bad when guests beat the members in serving. When guests beat the members in giving. But I'm here to let you know that we're not satisfied with a bunch of people sitting in seats. If you've noticed that our numbers have declined some, We've never been about numbers at Strong Tower Bible Church. We're all about effectiveness. And God can do so much more with a small amount of people committed to him than he can with a whole bunch of people who aren't committed to him. And so God has pruned us. He, he's done that so we can bear more fruit. And I believe he's setting this thing up so that we can participate in church like we've never participated before, at least at Strong Tower Bible Church where all hands are needed on deck, where we all need to be in, because when I use my gift, that's when I grow. When you use your gift, that's how you grow. And that's how the body of Christ grows when we all serve together. Jesus came to earth not to be served, but to serve. And when we come to church to serve and not to be served, wow, it's more blessed to give than to receive. There's a blessing we receive. And so we talked about how this body fits, and you'll go down this hallway and I've been praying all week long, and even before this for several weeks, Lord, move on your people by your spirit. We're going to teach the word, but Lord, you provide the movement by the spirit. When Ezekiel preached to the valley of the dry bones and God put those bones together, it was he, after the word, God told the prophet, prophesy to the wind now. And the wind came and, and, and moved on those bones, and those bones came to life as an army. It was a great picture of Israel. And so I'm asking God, Lord, breathe on this body in such a way where we come together and we serve you like never before. Forget that 80-20 principle where 20% of the people do 80% of the work. Oh, no, no, no. No, Lord, may 100% of the people do 100% of the work. Even if you're coming in your offering and you have two mites, two pennies, you're giving something to the Lord in this church. Even if all you can do is empty trash in this church, you're doing something in this church. I pray that God would trouble all of us with the holy terror until we submit to him and say, I'm going to get involved. I'm going to stop criticizing. I'm going to get involved with huddle groups. I'm going to get involved with discipleship hour. I'm going to get involved and use my gift in this church. Because when you use your gift, you grow. When I use my gift, I grow. When we use our gifts, we grow. But I just need to know who's all in next to me. See, I'm all in. But I want to know who's all in next to me. Because uh, the Temptations had a song. And that song was, I got to get next to you. Uh, because 
he would say in the song, David Ruffin, that when I get next to you, you blow my mind with the things that you do. Oh, if I can just get next to you. So permit me to read something from the Bible today because we need you to get next to one another down this hallway here. All right? We need the body to be all in next to each other. Nehemiah chapter 3, beginning at verse 1. Then Eliashib, the high priest, rose up with his brethren, the priests, and built the sheep gate. They consecrated it and hung its doors. Pastor, what is going on here? Well, before Nehemiah came into town, the city of Jerusalem was in shambles. The walls had been knocked down. They had been burned with fire. The people were back in the land, and the enemy was just tormenting the people the uh, Samaritans and the Arabs were tormenting the Israelites who had just come back out of captivity. And so they're there in this land and there's nothing but rubble around. The wall is not up. The temple has just been restored and rebuilt, but there's no wall. And a wall for a city spoke of its prominence and its stability. And Israel didn't have the wall up. And when Nehemiah heard that the wall wasn't up, he was burdened and said, I want to go back up and build the wall. So when he got back to town, he was able to put these people together in such a way where they were able to come together and do a great project. You see, when we talk about how the body works, we just don't need to go to the New Testament. We can go to the Old Testament and see how God's people work together for a common good and a common goal. And when Nehemiah came, he got those people motivated, he got them consecrated, and he got them organized to do a great work. So even the priests started working and hanging its doors. They built as far as the Tower of the Hundred and consecrated it, then as far as the Tower of Hananel. Next to Eliashib, the men of Jericho built, and next to them, Zakor, the son of Emery, built. Verse 3, also the sons of Hassanah built the fish gate. They laid its beams and hung its doors with its bolts and bars. And next to them, Merimoth, the son of Uriah, the son of Kaz, made repairs. Next to them, Meshulam, the son of Berechiah, the son of made repairs. <laughs> Next to them, Zadok, the son of Bana, made repairs. Next to them, the Tekoites made repairs. But their nobles did not put their shoulders to the work of their Lord. So when Nehemiah comes, see, he gets the people together. Now, I didn't have the time to count certain things in this passage, but in chapter 3, there's a whole lot of names here. So there are so many names here, and again, names I can't even pronounce in chapter 3 that many of us skip over. We, we, we skip, we go from chapter 2, let us rise up and build. Wait a minute, chapter 3, all them names. Let's go to chapter 4. Don't skip chapter 3. Because you can't go into chapter 4, 5, 6, and through the end of the book without chapter 3, because somebody took the time to write down all the different names of these people. Somebody recorded all of these names of these people. Again, uh, uh, Brandon is very smart at math. Brandon Bell, I may need you, man, to, to count all the names of these people. But not only that, how about if we counted all the areas that need to be rebuilt under this project? All these different gates and doors. And the Bible lists all of these things right here in chapter 3. And then not only that, you see a bunch of key terms. You see the term next to him or next to them or after him. 
so many times in here. And in my Bible, I have highlighted all of the next to them's in blue. All the next to them's in blue. And then in my Bible, there's also another term in here that I've highlighted, and that is made repairs or repaired. And, and, and I highlighted all those in yellow. So next to them is blue, and all these repairs are in yellow. And I see, man, the people of God came together. Because before Nehemiah came, they weren't together. But he was a strategic leader with a plan, and above all, the hand of God was on him so that when he spoke, the people followed him. Four quick observations. Number one, somebody wrote all this stuff down in chapter three. What we're about to do down there, we're going to write names down. So if Strong Tower had a chapter three, would your name be in chapter three? We're going to go down and write names down. And where you stand on the wall, or excuse me, in the body. And for people who play hooky this Sunday, we're going to get them next week or something. We're going to get them. <laughs> Secondly, everyone had a role to play. There were goldsmiths, and even the perfumers helped out. People that made perfume, they out there lifting and carrying stuff. And not only was it men, the Bible says that their daughters were out there too. Everybody, all ages, working together because Nehemiah said, do you see the trouble we are in? He said, let us rise up and build. And the people got together and said, yes, let us do it. And they did it. Thirdly, one group chose not to help. You see them in chapter, verse 5. No matter how much we pray and put the call out, there's always going to be somebody that ain't going to do anything. There's always going to be somebody who won't participate. And I pray that that somebody is not you. But then fourthly and finally, go to chapter 6. I gave you four quick or three quick observations. Somebody wrote all this stuff down which means somebody took the time under the Holy Spirit to write all of this stuff down, all these names. Everyone had a role to play. One group didn't help, but guess what? That still didn't stop God from doing his work because look at chapter 6, verse 15. It says, so the wall was finished on that 25th day of Elul in 52 days. That's a miracle. And it happened, verse 16, when all our enemies heard of it, and all the nations around us saw these things, that they were very disheartened in their own eyes, for they perceived that this work was done by our God. People who were hopeless and helpless before God's man showed up. God's man got them motivated and organized to maximize their abilities. They came together. They worked amidst the rubble, the stuff that had been burned down, they also had forests from the king's, uh, trees from the king's forest. God put a plan and a people together. And not only did they work, but above all, God worked so that in 52 days, what had been down for 70 years or more was now up. And people knew it was a miracle. Only God, the enemy knew that. At Strong Tower Bible Church, gets organized and as our body gets healthier you know we went to the doctor we weren't feeling well somebody heard that report and you got a little nervous oh man i'm a little nervous but guess what we went to the doctor dr jesus he took our temperature and the temperature isn't too high it ain't too low we right there what 98.6 ain't that what you was healthy right we still healthy because the lord is here 
We just got to strengthen ourselves and turn chapter 3 into chapter 6. But we'll never get to chapter 6 and look what God did at Strong Tower Bible Church. They're having conferences. People are getting saved by the hundreds. They're reaching out not only at this school, but at that school. That budget is $2, 3000000 million. God is doing this. Pastor Chris is doing a conference on racial reconciliation in Sweden somewhere. Look at all this stuff that God is doing. We'll say glory to God. But you don't get chapter 6 is miracle without chapter 3's involvement. So as the worship team comes back, I, I got to implore you one more time, one more time. Use your gifts. Use your gifts. We were sent to this church to use our gifts. And man, I got to use my gift. Huh? Because when I do, God is glorified. I hope somebody gets edified. Yesterday in the men's gathering, y'all, it was so powerful. I was so honored to be a part of the group. One of the brothers asked a question. He asked a question. And I'm sitting there under the old paradigm. I'm thinking, the pastor has to do everything. Mm -mm. That's what I come out of. That's what I grew up seeing. But no, good leaders create more leaders, and they delegate. So I sat there, and I said, I don't need to answer this brother's question. Because another brother answered this brother's question. And another brother affirmed. And I sat there watching the men connect, connect, connect. And I was edified by how the men were using their gifts, glorifying God. Something great was happening. And I just believe that great things have happened at Strong Tower, but even greater things are going to happen the more we get healthy as a body and we connect and we serve and we give and we grow. Would you stand with me on your feet? I'm going to ask those of you who are helping with the tables, when you leave the room, there are going to be four tables in this fellowship hall. There's a table for upreach. There's a table for inreach. There's a table for outreach and a table for administration. I gave you a list. I encourage you to look over it, pray about it. If you didn't know your spiritual gift, I ask you to go online and take a test. We try to prepare you for today. But I want you to visit those tables. I want you to go to each table. And I want you to look at the list of needs that are there and say, wait a minute, I think I can help Charlotte with Pro Presenter. I think I can help with the cameras on Sunday. I believe I can help at JT Moore as a greeter or as a tutor. I believe that I can help the band out. I believe that I can become a part of the security ministry. Oh, I want to help with the ushers. And you just look at all of those ministry opportunities that are there, and you put your name down and say, Pastor, I'm in, just like it's chapter 3 in the book of Nehemiah. Count me in. And watch God do it. Use your gift, use your gifts.